Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 13 of Crushing. Um, this is the season finale of season two of my radio show turned podcast. Um, you're with DJ Ditch Bitch, and we're going to get into things. So, as you know, or as you may or may not know, I have taken a two-week hiatus from the radio show segment of Crushing. Blogs have still been going on um, because I've had to, like, deal with some life shit. Um, first and foremost, I had COVID, and then I, like, was in the midst of some, we'll call it friend drama, um, which was super stressful and, like, sent me into, like, a depresso spiral. So it was very, very challenging to find the motivation to record this radio show. But this week, um, especially over the course of the past two days, I've had a change in mood and a change in motivation and I feel excited about recording this show and so here we are I'm sitting at my desk um I'm doing the thing and I'd like to just like use that as a moment to just like talk about how like sometimes like even the smallest things can feel like so much energy and like honestly like I just didn't have it in me to record this radio show for the past two weeks. And you know what? That's okay. It doesn't mean that it's over. It just means that I need a break because I needed to, like, focus on, like, human needs, like, eating and resting and taking care of my body because having COVID was pretty brutal for me, especially because I, like, hold myself to, like, a really high standard of, like, athletic achievement and, like, eating healthy and moving my body and being being productive. And when I had to isolate for 10 days, I was unable to do the majority of those things. And so reintegrating into then feeling like I had to do all of those things, but also feeling like I wasn't performing as my best self because I was just sick and also had been isolated from people for, for a long time had me really down on myself. Um, so, you know, you, I had to give myself some some time and some space to get reacclimated. Um but now I'm here. Um, so the, the name of this episode is Just Showing Up um, because I think, you know, the way that I sort of found my footing moving into the next few weeks post-COVID ISO and in the midst of, like, honestly, like, having my feelings really hurt um, was just showing up and... At first, it was really hard to just show up. So, like, I had, like, you know, post-COVID ISO set out this plan where, like, oh, you know, I'm going to go surfing in the morning and then I'm going to go to yoga and I'm going to, like, get really fit and, like, work myself back up and I'll be, like, good to go in a week and, like, whatever. And then, like, when I come home for summer, like, I'm just going to be, like, my best self. Like, I just, like, have all of these, like, insane high expectations of, like, like, my physical surfing capability and, like, how I'm going to look and how I'm going to feel, whatever. Just, like, building and building on itself in my head. And then I, like, go to do my week and, like, I'm failing to do all of these things. Like, walking to campus is exhausted. 
I'm tired. Like, my muscles are weak. I went to a yoga class and, like, I literally was like, holy shit, I might actually pass out because my heart was racing so fast. So, like, COVID's real. Um, and it was just, like, a bummer week. And I was really down on myself because I'm like, when's in my turn? Like, when is something going to work out for me romantically? Like, why do the shittiest things keep happening? Like, it's me. I'm the one who's fucked up. Like, shitty things don't just happen to me. I'm the reason for them. Whatever. Like, all of this, like, self honestly like self-loathing that was coming up for me so it was a really hard week but then by the end of the week I was like okay I don't have to you know show up in my life from now on as like some kind of performance like I don't have to like restrict what I'm eating and I don't have to force myself to work out if I don't want to and I don't have to like shrink myself and be quieter and be a person that like I think that other people are going to like better like I can actually just show up as I am and giving myself the liberty to just like behave the way that like I am naturally that doesn't take effort allowed me to actually like follow through on the week and like allowed me to like do the week. Like the only way that I had energy to go through my week was to just just be. And it's really interesting because you know, as I was doing that, I was like making lots of observations about the things that I do that are probably like for other people and aren't for myself. Like, for example, this is like a pretty mundane thing. But in high school, we were like in some activity in our English class, we had to like draw the person beside us. Right. So this girl like drew my side profile and drew like a bunch of like hair surrounding my eyebrow. And like, to the point where it was like really exaggerated. So I see that she drew that and I'm like, oh my God, like I have these bushy eyebrows. Like what's wrong with me? Like I, I really should get them threaded like all the other girls do. So like from that point on, I got my eyebrows threaded with my mom and sister. Um, but then, you know, like post COVID ISO when I'm like, okay, well, like doing my eyebrows, obviously like way, way, way low down on the list of things that I want to get done. But I'm like, why the fuck, why the fuck do I spend money and spend time on like worrying about my eyebrows when I actually like my eyebrows, like nice and bushy and full and like not doing them because like that's just me. But I had like come up with this conception that like I had to have my eyebrows in a certain way because like of my perception of what the girl in my high school English class thought of me. And I just think that that's like a mundane example, but it's a kind of a perfect example of like, honestly, just like how other people's opinions can like, then like turn into a performance like of the self. Um, and I think also, you know, another way that that's come up for me too, is like, with like, specifically like dating. So I had this idea that like, I need to be like, really small and delicate and like, not strong. And like, whatever, like, a man who, like, wants to have sex with me is, like, only looking for a type of, like, a certain type of woman that, like, fits the beauty standard to a T. And I'm not gonna, like, come up here and say that I'm ugly because, like, I don't believe that, but I do think that, you know, like, I, I naturally have, like, big arms. Like, if I'm, like, not working out constantly and not, like, thinking about every single calorie that goes into my body, like, my stomach is, like, just not going to be as, like, toned and like skinny 
as you know my perception of what the male beauty standard is but that's like that's not to say that I'm ugly it's just to say that like if I'm not performing constantly and thinking about how I'm being perceived in the eyes of what I had hitherto this moment viewed as potential sexual partners um you know like it if I'm not doing that performance anymore it now I have like the liberty to actually exist as myself and like do things solely for the purpose of me um so I think that that's incredibly fascinating. I actually talked a lot about it in my Substack article uh, this past week, the Spit Sisters one, because, you know, for me, like, there's a dissonance between, like, just, like, moving for yourself and doing these for yourself and eating for yourself and dressing for yourself and then, you know, doing those things for other people. Like, and then, you know, there's a nuance to it. So, um, before, don't forget about, like, that nuance of, like, doing these for yourself and for other people. Um, before I get into that more, I want to actually take a break and listen to some music. Um, I'll preface this by saying I had some way sadder songs picked for today, but then, like, the past two days, I've actually, like, been pretty happy. Like, I'm like, okay, like, I fuck with this. Like, I'm happy to be alive. Um, so, because of that, I have a fun one. Um, this is As It Was by Harry Styles.
collab. So you guys just heard As It Was by Harry Styles. I mean, come on. Like, that song is so good. Um, I love how it talks about change. Um, so yeah, before I get into, you know, the subject of like self-growth and change for today, which is going to be today's theme, FYI, um, I see Why Am I, in case you missed it. I actually didn't even tell you, so you couldn't have missed it. Um, okay. So yeah, just to get back into that dissonance between like doing things for yourself and doing things for other people, I think like the best example of something in my life that like falls into a really nuanced area in this category would be this leg workout that I do, right? So I hate doing this leg workout. Like I, I really don't like it. I think it's hard. I like working out my arms. I like working out my core, running, you know, I'll run if I feel like running on the day. If I'm too tired, I'll walk. That's pretty fine. Yoga, I love. Surfing, I love. This leg workout kind of sucks. However, if I don't do this leg workout, I know that like my legs aren't going to be as toned, right? But like then when we like think about like my legs being toned, I'm like always asking myself, I'm like, okay, well, is this for like the male gaze or like my perception of the male gaze? Is this for other women or is this for me? And I feel like I don't know. Like, I really honestly can't answer that question. Like, I like how my legs look when I'm, when I'm like, I've been like consistently squatting or like doing like Pilates or whatever the fuck. Um, but you know, I don't, I think that I've also like been conditioned to like how my legs look like that instead of like with some like little cellulite jiggle, which they still do have by the way, because I'm my mother's daughter. Um, but you know, so it goes. So it's like, there's nuance in these things. And like, for me, like, developing a nuanced relationship with that leg workout is, like, okay, I, like, don't have to, like, religiously do it every week, but, like, you know, I can, like, do it every other week, or I can, like, if I'm really fucking tired, I'm not gonna force myself to do it, but, like, if I kind of feel up for it, I'll be, like, okay, like, I'll do the workout, and then I do it, it's, like, 20 minutes, and I'm, like, all right, you know, like, we're not really sure how we feel about that, but anyways, that's an example of, like, you can have a nuanced relationship with like physical fitness and like eating and stuff because you know you can like eat healthy and do whatever whatever for yourself but like you can also be doing it for the sole purpose of other people or like as a means of control and I feel like that's when it gets unhealthy but as long as you're aware of these things I feel like it's you know it's fine we just have we just we just need to be aware that's always the key um so okay so before I like I got into that dissonance thing, I was talking about like just showing up, right? So I literally like just started to just go do things as I was. And like I tried to do the things that I knew that I liked to do, even though I wasn't like feeling like happy or positive, like doing something that I was sort of familiar with and that I knew in theory that I enjoyed helped me then experience joy because I feel like it was like kind of like muscle memory like for example I went surfing at Topanga and I popped up my surfboard and like I was like devastated like when I went, went surfing because I was like oh my god I'm just gonna be surfing like shit like I'm not fit right now I haven't been surfing in a minute like dreading getting up on my board but I get up on my board and like first wave nail pop up like I'm on the nose and like that is just like in that moment I was like oh my god like my body remembers like there are some things that like you don't forget like that's just like like I know how to do this and also like kind of refreshing like I can just trust myself like it's okay when I just show up as I am because like 
I know that, like, I can follow through. Like, and sometimes I won't and sometimes I fall. And, like, you know, like, every other wave after that wasn't perfect. But it was just, like, this little reminder that, like, oh, like, I'm competent. And, like, all of the work that I've done and, like, who I am as a person and, like, whatever, like, my values. Like, I don't just lose that because I'm, like, having a shitty month, you know? So... I thought that was a cool little, cool little fun moment. Or, like, one of those, like, moments that people are going to be like, surfing is a metaphor for life. Like, it was, like, one of those moments. But, you know, you got to share them. After all, the show is crushing. Um, And then I was, like, you know, at some concerts. I, like, oh, yeah, saw, like, literally, like, most miserable couple weeks of my life. Saw the best concerts of my life simultaneously. So, it's, like, we can be sad and also experience joy at the same time. Like, like, I'm, like, at this concert, and then I'm, like, bawling my eyes out. But, like, whatever. Like, we're showing up, right? That's the point. So, I saw Lord, I saw Big Thief. Um, and I saw Weissblood at UCLA for Freezies. So, it was, like, very, very rad. Um, and I super, super enjoyed it. Um, yeah. But, okay. So, well, I guess we're going to save, like, life updates for the end. So, I'm just going to, like, talk, like, just, like, start to hop into the theme, um, which is going to be self-awareness and just like crushes as a lens for self-discovery because this is the season finale. And I want to talk about like my self-awareness journey in relation to like who I have crushes on. Um, so get ready, get ready for it after this song. This song's going to foreshadow it a little bit. This is actually Andromeda by Weissblood who came to UCLA and gave us like a little private concert. It was rad. Uh, let's hear it. Dramada's a big wide open galaxy Nothing in it for me Except my heart that's lazy Running for my own life now I'm really turning some time Looking up to the sky for Something I may never find Stop calling It's
You just heard Andromeda by Weiss Blood. Now I know it's just one dream. All these others gonna tear me apart. Love is calling. Okay, like, literally, I've never, like, fucked with the message of a song so heavy. Like, it's like, like, you're literally just gonna get your heart broken again and again and again. It's only one dream. So it's like... I'm just like looking for my one true love. Like I literally said, okay, so yeah, we're going to get into the self-awareness shit. So as of this moment, I'm literally like said to my roommates, I'm like, I actually think that I'm just like looking for my one true love right now. Like I actually like, if it's not like me, if it doesn't make me feel like I'm going to throw up, like if I'm not spinning, like I don't want it because like the like settling thing and like the not being myself thing and the hooking up with randoms thing it's not where it wasn't working so I just want to talk about that a little bit so when I think back on the person that I was this time last year I literally don't feel like I know this person like I was like on tinder on hinge like forcing myself to do ridiculous things like being like so restrictive with what with what I was eating like like, I don't even know, like, dressing, like, not myself, like, I just, like, honestly do not think that, like, I was grounded on this earth, and then I was, like, behaving, like, the authentic version of who I was, like, I was just, like, pretending to be this, like, LA person, that, like, I thought that I had to be, or, like, this cool college party girl that I thought that I had to be, whatever, like, I'm just not her anymore, I don't feel like I know her, um, and so one, I think, like, fabulous example of, like, me not being myself would be that, like, when I was hooking up with this guy from Hinge who literally told me that he could not commit to me and I literally, I just like pretended that I was okay with it, which meanwhile I was not okay with it because I was getting feelings from him for him. Oh my God, that sounds like ridiculously funny. Anyways, um, he's like 23, I'm 19, definitely taking advantage of my naivete. Like I literally have nothing. I have literally no idea what I'm doing, but I'm so attached to him because like, you know, my family's gone and like whatever, whatever, like so he comes over, he's coming over to my place. And I'm like, the first thing that I must do before this man comes over is go to my wall and just rip down the Taylor Swift poster. Because, you know, like, I know that, like, he's, like, this music guy. And, like, I want him to, like, think that I'm, like, super cool, chill girl, whatever. So I'm like, I need to, like, get rid of Taylor Swift. Like, bye-bye, Taylor. Which is, like, what the actual fuck? Like, why should I have to shrink myself and the things that I like and, like, my emotionality, which is, like, what I feel like Taylor Swift is a signal of and, like, also my, like, love of writing and, like, female narrative for this guy, right? Like, just, nope, like, she needs to go. Like, completely shrunk myself for him and, like, that turned out to be a shit show. But, like, a lot of the reason why it was a shit show is because I was afraid to take emotional space and I wasn't actually being myself or, like, asking for anything. I was just, like, literally, like, saying okay to whatever he said, which is, like, not a real way to be in a relationship. Um, so I think that's so funny. Like, I would never do that now. Like, now I'm actually so obnoxious about my interests. Like, even in my Spanish class, I'll just be, like, like, when they're, like, oh, like, do you like to order food for delivery? And I'm, like, no, I don't like to order food for delivery all the time. I actually really like to cook. And I'm a pescadarian. And I'm looking for my one true love. And also, I like surfing and yoga. And I think fitness culture is dumb. And I think women starve themselves also all over UCLA. Like, I'm just, like, saying this shit now. Because, like, 
like, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, try to just, like, be one of those people that I'm not? No, like, whatever. I'm going to take up space. And, yeah, I'm big and I'm bold and I'm annoying. But it's, like, there are inevitably always going to be people that fuck with me and people who don't. And so if I just, like, be myself more, well, then, like, it's already, like, cut into the chase, right? Like, we're getting getting to the people who actually like me and want to be around me. Um, so there's that. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, I've been thinking a lot about, like, self-awareness recently. And I'm, like... So, like, is the definition of adulthood when you just fully become self-aware? Like, when you're, like, aware of, like, why you're doing the things that you're doing? Because, like, you know, when I think about myself last year, I feel like I had no idea why I was, like, wanting to hook up with so many people and, like, feeling so sexual and, like, all this, like, rando stuff. Um, I've, like, I had no clue why I was doing those things. I just, like, kind of felt like I had to and I was writing it off as, like, oh, like, this is really fun. But, you know, like, after, like, a year's worth of, like, self-reflection and therapy, I'm like, oh, well, that's because, like, I'm seeking out, like, loving connection and safety and, like, all of these things that I feel like I didn't have in my childhood in a romantic partner or a sexual partner. But it's like, you're not going to find that elsewhere. Like, you just need to believe that you're enough. Like, I was, like, kind of, like, using other people and other things as band-aids to, like, my fear that like I'm gonna be alone lonely forever but like the issue is my fear that I'm gonna be lonely forever which is what needs to change by like developing like more self-worth and like this idea that like no like I'm enough and like I can take up space and I deserve to take up space whatever whatever um so I don't know like is like what like is adulthood then like self-awareness um, I just think it's like really interesting. And also well, like, obviously I'm going to look back then, you know, it's going to be next year and it's going to be the final episode of crushing. And I'm going to be like, I'm graduating now. And like last year I thought I, you know, when I was saying I was looking for my one true love, like boy, was she wrong? Like bro, like I wonder if it's going to be something like that, but it's, you know, like if it is, then it's a sign that you're growing and growing. So better to grow and feel embarrassed and cringe as Taylor Swift said in her little NYU graduation speech. Um, Anyways, that was a little bit of a tangent, but you know, like, it's really interesting to think about self-awareness like that. And like, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe I took down my Taylor Swift poster. Um, I wouldn't do that now. And there you go. Um, but, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna listen to some music from another woman who sings and songwrites and uses writing as a means to render her feelings true. Um, and she really did this in this album that we're gonna play a song from like especialmente um this is super oh actually no we're not playing supercut ha <laughs> we're playing green light uh this is green light by lord please enjoy i do my makeup in somebody else's car we order different drinks at the same bars I know about what you did and I want to scream the truth She thinks you love the beach, you're such a damn liar Well, those great whites, they have big teeth Oh, they bite you, that you said that you would always be in love But you're not in love no more Did it frighten you? How we kissed when we danced on the light of floor On the light of floor But I hear sounds in my mind Brand new sounds in my mind 
whisper things the city sings them back to you All those rumors, they have big teeth Oh, they bite you Thought you said that you would always be in love But you're not in love No more Did it frighten you? How we kissed when we danced on the light of floor On the light of floor But I hear sounds in my mind Sounds in my mind But honey, I'll be seeing you Ever I go But honey, I'll be seeing you Down every road I'm waiting for it, that green light Cause honey, I'll come get my things But I can't let go I'm waiting for it, that green light Oh honey, Now baby, I'll come get my things, but I can't let go. I'm waiting for it, that green light, I want it. Okay, you just heard green light by Lord. I love that line because it's like, lol, like, I, okay, like, we can break up, but like, I'm still gonna have this crush on you, and I'm gonna like, cozy up with my crush. Okay, which is like something that I've done. Like, I always do that. I'm like, haha, <laughs> like. You think that I'm letting go? Well, like, I'm not letting go because, like, maybe you're going to come back. But it's like, no, 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 like, he's not coming back. Like, he never wanted you in the first place. So I like to think, you know, I feel like that, that green light, like, it captures that emotional moment, which I, like, appreciate so much because Lord just, like, hits the nail on the head. But, you know, like, as opposed to that narrative, I'm thinking more, it's it's more like a Taylor Swift August vibe where she's, like... August slipped away into a moment in time, but, like, you were never mine. Like, he was never yours, okay? So, like, we don't, like, we don't need to have that. Like, there doesn't need to be that connection because it's not warranted. Um, So that would be, like, the adult Maya that's, like, a way to, like, all of my, like, special, like, attention. Like, by the way, I give, like, amazing attention to people that I like. So it's, like, all of my amazing attention, like, it has to be warranted. Like, what? Like, what? But I guess it does. Um, which is, like, really interesting because I've had this sort of, like, insane, like, growth or, like, change in, like, my relationship with crushes and romance and sex because it's, like, okay, like, in the past, it would be, like, so easy for me to 
have feelings for somebody or like somebody or have a crush on somebody and then because of that it would be like really easy for me to want to have sex with them kind of because as long as they were giving me attention in the moment I was like oh like this is sufficient like now I like them and so I feel like that's why I like was hooking up with a lot of people and why I kind of like had crushes on people that like weren't giving me like weren't respecting me I guess we'll say or like we're just kind of like leading me on, whatever. Um, and then I like had this crush on my friend and he told me he didn't like me. But like, you know what? Nonetheless, I do feel like that crush is an improvement because at least it was sort of warranted where it's like, okay, like at least we're friends. And like, I know that he res- respects me as a person kind of. So like, that's definitely a development. But also it's like, it also just like wasn't enough. So now I'm like at a point where it's like, oh, like I'm actually like, don't think I really like anyone like I'm like I literally had to just like pause my dating all my dating profiles well I like haven't been on a dating update in a minute um but I was like okay I was calculating it last night and I've been on 25 dating updates like 20 20 LA dating dating updates and like that's like not including like dates that just like aren't from apps but that's insane like 20 like you want to tell me it's a numbers game it's not a numbers game like I think maybe, like, three of those reached a second date, and, like, then there were, like, two more consistent hookups. Both ended in, like, tragedy. Like, literal just, like, fucked me up. And then, so, it's not a numbers game. So, like, if you, like, subscribe to some kind of influencer who's telling you that dating is a numbers game, they're wrong because it's not a numbers game. It's, like, one of those things that is just, like, dependent on the individual person. Like, it's about meeting the right person which is like actually completely random and you can't control it. So anyways, that's just my two cents there. But yeah, so now I'm like literally incapable of like, like I'll like see an attractive person and I'm like, okay, well like I'm not interested because I don't know them, which is definitely like a way more healthy relationship to have with these things, which probably means that like my childhood trauma is healing, but like it's like, yeah, like that's like a huge change. Like, I'm just so different. I'm literally so different than I was. And I'm also, like, way, like, I, like, have, like, a desire to be way more modest than I ever was. And I, like, archived all these photos on my Instagram, which is, like, maybe TMI. But, like, genuinely, I feel so different. Like, I don't, I feel, like, so dissociated from that person. And so I feel like I need to, like, represent myself, like, more in line with how I want to be perceived. Um, And, like, God, like, I still, I'm still looking for my one true love. But, like, now I'm going to embrace it. Like, Weissblood said, like, like true love is making a comeback like whatever like fuck hookup culture like literally fuck hookup culture that shit does not work for me like no 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 like uh it's not happening I'd literally just like rather like not be having sex and like maybe like have the best vibrator ever and like just be chilling and like hanging out with my friends like I actually think that that is a better approach for me Um, because I am way too anxiously attached to be hanging out with randos because even if I don't like them, I'm like freaked out. Like I still want them to like me and it still makes me feel rejected, which sucks and leads to a lot of self-loathing. So anyways, that's my personal choice. Other people can choose to do differently, but I'm just talking about how my relationship with crushes has changed. And like that's crushes as a lens for self-discovery because the people that we like, you know, are a reflection of how we see ourselves. And like, that's the thesis of this show. That's why I'm here doing this damn thing is to tell you about how like your, you can learn so much about who you are as a person through who you're interested in. So hell yeah. 
Okay, um, we're gonna get into it with some more music. Oh my god, okay, this is Incinerate by Sonic Youth. Oh, I think this was the song that was playing, um, that I selectively put on, actually, when I told my my friend I had a crush on him. Um, so, you get to relive that moment with me and be embarrassed because I get embarrassed so much and I do stupid shit all the time and then I have to fucking, like, hate myself for it. But then we move through it and we make art and this is art. Okay, so this is Incinerate by Sonic Youth. Let's hear it.
Uh, so you just heard Incinerate by Sonic Youth. Unfortunately, I never had a teenage love story, but I imagine that if I did, that would be like a part of the soundtrack to my movie with the teenage love story. Anyways, so I'm going to do life updates now because we did this episode a little bit in reverse, but that's okay because we're being gentle on ourselves today because we're glad to be here. And this is the final episode of Crushing This Season. Oh my God, this is DJ Ditch Bitch. What's up, guys? Um, okay, so we're going to do these life updates. So like... I got this, like, really rad internship. Like, I think I manifested it because I've been, like, talking about wanting an awesome internship where I can be between Montauk and New York. Whatever. I have the coolest internship ever. Like, literally, this is my dream internship. I'm going to be, like, doing podcasty stuff for a female-run media company. It's rad. I'm so fucking excited. Like, I'm going to be, like, living out my Carrie Bradshaw dreams, like... I don't know, like, I'm going to be doing my blog. I'm going to be in the city. I'm going to be in Montauk. I'm just going to be, like, a busy bee, like, being a working woman. Except, like, in my version of being a working woman, I'm actually going to wear jumpsuits because, like, I fuck with jumpsuits. And, like, I honestly, you know, like, that's just, like, who I am. Like, I'm just, like, a little tomboy at heart. Like, people, like, think that's bullshit. But, like, genuinely, you know, it's who I am. Um, So it's exciting. Um... Oh, yeah. And so that's going to be like going on until kind of mid-August. And then in the bottom half of the summer, I'm just going to be in Montauk full time. And I'll actually get to like vacay out there instead of working my booty off and like dying um, mentally and spiritually and physically and exhausting myself to no end. Um, so that is what I will be doing. Oh, also, sorry, but crushing the show is going to be on hiatus during the summer. Um, although maybe I'm, I'm thinking that like, you know, maybe there's going to be like a little, a little crushing, like summer special, like a bonus up, like a little bonus episode. What? Like a bonus episode, like the one they did on like Hunter Shaper, like for euphoria, like a little extra or like, like Drake and Josh go Hollywood. Yeah. Or like Hannah Montana in the movie, which by the way, best fucking movie ever. Like you'll always find your way back home, period. Like you'll always find your way back home. It's the climb. Anyways, I actually love that movie to no end. I was watching Hannah Montana this morning. Um, so maybe a summer episode. Crushing Substack is going to be alive and well, guys. Um, Thank you to my 53 subscribers. I'm actually really proud of myself. Like that feels like a significant number because mind you, I have like 600 Instagram followers. And so um, the fact that I have 53 subscribers is huge. Also, you should know that they're very loyal. These are very, very loyal subscribers. So that's very important. Like who cares if your followers aren't loyal? Like they're loyal as fuck. Like I could be buying followers, but no, like these people, like they're my homies. They care. It's very cool. I'm really excited about this progress. Um, So I'm going to be doing Substack posts. I have like an interesting like 20 dates idea about like it not being a numbers game, but that one's going to take a little bit long to develop. So it'll be like the prequel to I went on five first dates in January, except it's going to be like a window into more like 19 year old Maya as opposed to 20 year old Maya. So it'll be funsies. Um, and oh, I... Yeah, I'm thinking about, like, having Crushing featured on a different platform, which could be cool. Like, um, like, a, the, do, like, a Crushing X, like, like, a Surf and Skate brand that I've worked with in the past. So, I think that could be fun. And I'm also, I'm gonna come out with merch. It's gonna happen. It's just, like, 
I was like talking to this merch company and then I gave them my graphic and they were like, oh, like, can you ask, can you rasterize this? And I rasterized it and it's still, the quality wasn't good enough. So it didn't go through. So I don't have merch in time for the summer, but I think my friend who is a graphic designer who also wrote, um, the guest post, I think she might help design a like some merch, which should be super fun, super fun, super duper fun. Um, and oh yeah, I'm only posting on Instagram for myself now. So like, sorry, sorry, only posting on Instagram for myself. I literally don't care. I love captions. That's my favorite part of Instagram. Fun fact. Um, I'm going to continue to be gentle on myself. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to really, okay. I'm actually fucking stressed out. So it's going to be hard as fuck to be gentle on myself because I literally have to fly home before finals week, which gives me intense FOMO because then I don't get to like party arty arty with all my homies after my finals are done because I got to be there for my internship. Um, so I'm like, we're going to give like a crushing, like, yes, like crushing podcast. Like this is the fun. Now. This is like the finale. Like it's Ovi's after this until next year. But like, we got to give the sub stack some breathing room because you know, I got to travel and do my shit and pack up my shit. And like, it's so stressful. Like I actually don't know how I'm going to do that. So please be patient. Um, okay. Let's move into our last song of the day. This is Malibu. Um, but it's the remix with Oh, it's the Tiesto remix of Malibu by Miley Cyrus. Um, yeah, of course, Miley Cyrus, we love her. Uh, let's hear it. I never came to the beach, I stood by the ocean. I never sat by the shore, under the sun with my feet in the sand. But you brought me here, and I'm happy that you did. Cause now I'm as free as birds catching the wind I always thought I would sing, so I never swam
amazing. You just heard the Malibu remix. Here I am next to you. Sky's so blue in Malibu. It's like three years ago. I didn't think I'd be doing this, but like now I am. Anyways, fun story. My friendo introduced me to this song. He was like, Maya, you'd love it. And I was like, Maybe to LA. And like now I listen to it. And I like think so fondly on that because I'm like, literally, whatever. 17 year old Maya would be like, How the fuck did 20 year old Maya get here? I don't know. Even though 20 year old Maya doesn't know what she's doing. But like, you know, that's that's how we can feel grateful. It's like we look back on our past shelves and we think that we grew. Um, we think that we grew up. And then it feels really good. <laughs> okay. Um, also. Great. So my favorite thing about like all these female artists that I've played today, like Miley Cyrus and Weissblood and Lord and Taylor Swift, who I talked about, is that like they find power through their writing because they render their feelings true. And like we love female artists who do this. Why? Because they push back against like gaslighting and the idea that like women are delusional for having feelings and that like it's okay. Like, you know what? I saw this TikTok actually that was like, you can like dis like if somebody tells you like that, like whatever, like they like don't have feelings for you or like that like they're they're like gaslighting how you feel in some way and telling you it's not a big deal you can be like okay like I hear what you're saying but like that's not my truth like you don't actually have to agree with them like you don't have to stand by their truth like you can like stand your ground and be like that's not my truth I see it this way um and just like be with yourself in that and I think that's super powerful and I love when women artists show us that it's okay to do that um okay so yeah man like breath to movement baby with the yoga um surfing being gentle on myself who knows what the fuck is gonna happen this summer I don't I'm just showing up I'm just showing up like that's literally I'm literally getting on a flight and I'm just showing up because there's nothing else to do because I have no expectations I don't know what it's like to be in an internship I don't know what it's like to do summer as an adult and not being in Montauk full-time I don't know what it's like to be a tourist there I don't know I don't know what it's gonna be like um but only time will tell and hopefully, hopefully there are good things coming this summer and I love you, I love you, I love you. Happy distraught girl summer. No, um, oh, oh you know what? Like fucking like Eli Rollo, the influencer I had on here is like calls it like feral girl summer. It's like we're feral and free. Like don't domesticate women. Like whatever. That's what I, that's, that's the kind of summer I'm going to be having. Uh, or it's just the just showing up girl summer. Like I'm just showing up. Like I don't need to be hot. I'm just showing up. I'm going to be hot like physically. Like I'm going to be sweating in the subway in my little internship clothes. Um, anyways, but love you guys. Um, thanks for an epic year of crushing and crushing and crushing and all the different meanings of the word um this is dj ditch bitch wrapping it up for the year i'll see you in the fall bye <laughs> cheers